0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atchride radio show. I'm Bill Atchride, and this is the third show in 2020. And I thought after a couple of shows that we looked at the general conditions in the world and a little bit in the USA chart, we would take a look at a more particular subject. And considering there's the first uh, Democratic vote really tomorrow, the caucuses in Iowa, it made sense to take a look at the leading candidates in the race at this time um and i i went more not with the what they the polls may show in iowa right now but just love leading candidates for the most part nationally which sometimes also matches of course what's happening in iowa so i thought i'd go with uh today looking at uh, uh joe biden and bernie sanders Elizabeth warren and i also have here um the charts for amy klobuchar and also for pete Buttigieg. um It's kind of exciting that recently uh, Amy's chart real chart became available a time chart that is which is what we always prefer um, with Pete Buttigieg unfortunately it's a speculative chart Um, several different dates are out there that people are calling or times that they're calling are possible or they've got some data to back it up but nothing that's really hard evidence so it's still speculative but we'll take a look at that chart too so I'm going to try to look at all five Focusing on the three top leading contenders here, and, and 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 again for Elizabeth Warren, still there is no defined, definite chart. But I did do the um, rectification look using several autobiographies or biographies of her, uh, matching her chart and events in her life, and it seems this one seems to work pretty well. So I'm fairly confident, but I can't say it's the chart. So, but we'll. Still, even without a time of birth, major planets only move very little, if at all in a day, um, let alone an hour or a minute or two here or there. Um, But you don't have the planetary placements in the houses, maybe. You may not have the correct rising sign, so you do miss a lot of both the natal interpretation and getting it spot on, as well as the exact timing of the chart. So we always prefer a real-time chart taken from a birth certificate. So um, with that in mind, um again, I would just wanna say I'm gonna do this a little bit here for 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever, as I tend to do. And then I'll turn to your questions here. Uh, and so give me if you're calling about the topic. Great. We can talk about it. Uh, and if you're calling about your own uh, chart, um, just give me your first name either way. Of course, give me your name uh, or just a first name, certainly. And then the, uh, the birth chart for you, like your date of birth, uh, time of birth, if you have it. And place of birth, and then the question you're looking for me to take a look at, whether it's general or very specific in terms of timing in your life right now. Uh, And again, um, if you have ideas for topics or want to reach me for whatever reason, you can always email me. It's the best way to reach me, and I'm at bill billattride, B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E, at gmail.com. Uh, and I'll get back to you quickly I'm sure with that and uh, or you can try calling me and my number is available probably on both my blog sites I believe um, as well as um, probably in other profiles like on on Facebook and such so um, anyways uh, I'll take your calls or get your email and I can respond and if you're looking for reading That's what I do. That's what I've been doing for roughly 40 years now here is giving people personal advice and consultation. So I'd be happy to have you as a client as well. So with that all in mind, as I said, um, I thought would be a good opportunity here now that the the race is somewhat narrowed and we have a more, a tighter pool of candidates here. And we're going to get some actual voters weighing in on what they think here now and then coming up in New Hampshire and thereafter. And it'll tighten up further so in in looking at that i thought we'd take a look again at the these top leading contenders so i'm going to look at first at uh, at biden and sanders and warren here first and then look at amy and and pete also um so in in and looking at charts that we sort of i want to look at them together in a way first and dive into them what's striking about um these charts is that the differences we see here um, when you look at joe biden's chart He's a Scorpio um, with his moon in Taurus um, and a lot of fixed energy, so a very purposeful, determined individual. But his chart is mostly water with all that Scorpio and his Jupiter in Cancer. And and watery people just speak from their heart. They're emotional. uh, they're, they're, They're deeply connective in terms of people and intuition and feelings. And being a Scorpio, their lifelong lesson and experience has to do a lot with dealing with our immortality and mortality, dealing with death, which is certainly part of the major theme in Joe Biden's story and what made him what he is in terms of suffering these various tragedies in his life. Um, so so it's it's kind of archetypal that that's been sort of his story um, and, and befits him. Um, so he's a, a heartfelt person, a very emotional person. It's interesting that the news came out that his speech issue sometimes goes back to his childhood and stuttering, He's born with that mercury in his chart in the 12th house, which is often a sign of some kind of difficulty growing up as a child in terms of communications and gathering information and speaking out with information. And certainly a stutter would fit that kind of a challenge or hurdle that one would have to overcome. So I found that very telling. When we look at Bernie's chart, we're looking at a very different person here. Um, as opposed to being a very fixed person, even though he's a Virgo, he has many more planets in cardinal signs like his moon in Aries and Venus, Mars in Aries and Libra, Venus and other placements that make him a very, very um, driven person, a very assertive person. Um, and he has no water in his chart. So whereas Biden is all emotion, Bernie is all uh, about thought and ideals. He's all in his head. He's all in his ideals. And so he's very idealistic. But those people can be unrealistic. Whereas people who are more emotional and sensitive, like Joe Biden, <clears throat> always sort of flavor their ideals and plans with understanding about empathy and compassion. So they tend to be, you, would, you could argue, more pragmatic Um, And then we look at Elizabeth Warren um, as sort of the third in the in the top tier here, so to speak, um, in, in nationwide polling. And she is, of course, a watery, airy person. She's a little bit of blending of the two, that she has all that compassion, empathy and wants to provide security with the cancer in her chart and other other placements. But she also has quite a bit of air in her chart. Her rising sign, I believe, is Libra. Her Mercury in uh, Mars or in Gemini and her Jupiter certainly is in Aquarius. And so that's a, that's a person who combines feeling with thought, who has a very strong mind and intellect, but then weaves into that strong understanding about caring and security and providing for others as well. So in a way, each of the three is different. Uh, Biden on the, on the scale of being the most emotional, Sanders being the most unemotional, Although, I'm not saying he's not passionate, but he's on emotional in terms of feeling. And El- Elizabeth is really a blend of the two, um, sort of a balance, you might say. Um, what's striking about looking at Elizabeth's chart and, and Bernie's chart is they both have the sun at the top of the chart, and people like that tend to be stars. They tend to stand out in the world, and they're meant to be stars in their own right. Whereas Biden has his son in the 12th house, and those are people who tend to operate better, not always out front, but being more introspective and deep and working behind the scenes. We've had other presidents who've done that, too. Um, And so it's not as if it doesn't mean you can't stand out because the sun is still rising in the chart being in that 12th house. There is a star quality uh, to the person that that pertains to that. Uh, Both Bernie and Joe Biden have their Neptunes at the top of their chart. And Neptune in your 10th house means you see your life work as a calling, as a mission, and that you're willing to make great sacrifices for it. Uh, they both have their Saturns in the seventh house, which means their test in life will be taking place in that realm of relationship and how to make relationships work, how to weave it together and, and not see the problem in the other, but take responsibility for whatever's going on, at least half of that for oneself. Whereas, whereas Elizabeth has at the top of her chart the planet Venus. And so she sees her job in, a, in, a, in the sort of the status and career seeking area of her life as being someone who's here to bring about harmony and understanding, sort of weaving things together in terms of values and and, that under, and social understanding. And her Saturn um, is, is in the 11th house of the chart. So her test would be in terms of social consciousness and conscience and and wanting to try to make for better communities and a world, if you will, uh, and leave behind some sort of lasting legacy in that regard. Um, The path of truth for her is found through Aquarius, Jupiter. And so she is very much driven by social consciousness and awareness. Uh, Bernie's got that Jupiter in Gemini. So he's got this curiosity and he sees his path to truth is found through insatiable curiosity and wanting to know more. Uh, Whereas Joe Biden has his Jupiter in Cancer. So his path to truth is found through security and home and family. Um, so what I'd like to do then is say, okay, we've got these three people and they're different, different qualities that make them up and much more that I went into detail probably last time we looked at them. I thought it'd be more appropriate right now to say, okay, what's going on in each of their charts that makes this moment what it is? And also looking at it the year ahead and so we astrologers to do that in anybody's chart we do these 2 full ways of analyzing a chart which i've done with all of you on the phone calls we've had uh, i look at the progressions to see where that progressed moon is and what cycle the sun moon is in the, in the progression and then look at the major planetary transits um, when i look at these three candidates right away one thing that's striking is all of them all three of them right now according to the charts i'm working with here Um, Have their progress moons moving through the third house, which is the house of communications and networking and showing one's intelligence, showing one's adaptability and ingenuity and problem solving ability has been the point for all three of these people um for for bernie it's been june 17 to march 2020 and for 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 joe biden it's from may 2019 till actually september 2021 he's going to be doing it for a while and for elizabeth it's from november 2000 january 2018 sorry um until uh till june 2020 um and so so two of them are having this shift take place where the moon goes in the fourth house coming up this spring and into the summer And that's the house of roots and foundation and home and family and stirring that up and recentering oneself, but also bringing up questions literally of location of where you're gonna live uh, for the next many years. So that's kind of striking for both of them. Uh, um, Some kind of move is up in both their lives, that would say. Um, And looking at what signs therein can also reveal quite a bit. For Elizabeth, from December 2017 till March of 2020, Her moon has been going to Sagittarius, and so this has been a time for her to explore her truth and to speak to her truth, to examine her philosophies and science and approach to religion and law and, and expand her own understanding, but also tell her story. And so starting in March 2020 and running till July 2022, her moon goes into Capricorn, the sign of responsibility, of duty. And, and and taking on new roles and and adjusting one's roles and burdens in life becomes the focus for the individual. And it can be a time of rising to a great position if you're ready and willing and able to do so. Um, for Bernie, the moon's in Pisces. It's been there since July 2019, remains there till November 2021. This is the time when you're pursuing your dream and you're believing in a dream and you can be quite inspirational but you have to be careful that you keep it tethered to reality and don't get too far if you out, out there in terms of a dream or a fantasy. But certainly it's a time when he would be willing to make a great sacrifice, but have to be careful about making too great a sacrifice. Um, and for Joe Biden, well, he just had a new moon in the sign of Aquarius um, uh, back in 2019. It was a an eclipse actually so those eclipses are pretty powerful when they occur whether in the heavens for us every year but when they happen in a person's progress chart it's a very powerful influence uh and 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 indeed it shows that something dramatic is taking place here and his moon since um since may 2018 till may 2020 is going through aquarius and so this has been a time for him to focus on his social consciousness his social understanding and group causes and social change, he will join Bernie in May 2020 with his moon going into Pisces and be there from May 2020 to May of 2022. So both these individuals will be under this, this condition of what is compassion, what is empathy, what is sacrifice, what are my, how do I go for a greater dream and vision without becoming too far out there and untethered to reality? We'll be tugging at both of them during this self-same period so that that is quite remarkable when we turn again then and look at their planetary transits and here we're talking about not well, me all the transits but the major ones of course are looking at jupiter on out to see what kind of conditions prevail now in their lives um, the major influence in in joe biden's life right now is that the, the planet saturn right now is moving through his second house Um, It's kind of interesting. That's exactly where it's moving in Bernie Sanders house (laughs) in his chart, because they both have Capricorn for the most part in their second house. And that's where Saturn is. It's beginning to move into Aquarius this year, but doesn't get in there to stay till the end of the year. And so these two individuals for these last several years, more 18, 19 and 20 for Bernie and more and more 17, 18, 19 and 20 for Bernie and more 18 19 and 20 for joe when saturn's in your second house you're facing tests of value how strong are you where are you strong how are you strong flexing your muscles see what you can do see what you cannot do or can no longer do and so you're facing your mortality you're facing also your depth and your gravitas all the strengths you developed all the all the mastery you have and so you go through fluctuations of value to to round out that sense of value And hopefully come into your own when it comes to your strengths and talents is, of course, the goal. Um, The major influence for Joe this year with this is that Saturn's going over his moon, which it does in a difficult way every seven or eight years. So it's a very trying time emotionally where you're trying to balance out your personal life and your professional life, taking some time for yourself versus the demands of your job. Sounds like you're campaigning, uh, and so it's going to be a time when he has to watch his energy and and make sure he takes time to recoup and recover, um, but also um, keep the balance between the inner life, the private life, and the public life, and not not get unbalanced. There will be a, a, a very important thing for him at this time, um, and and then and then also this year, the planet Neptune is moving into his fourth house, which means there's something profound affecting his sense of rootedness in life right now and where he comes from. And so images are emerging and feelings are emerging that connect him to his roots and where he's come from and what he's aligned to in a very profound way all during this year. For Bernie, uh, Saturn is making, for the most part, very positive contacts, including lining up with his Saturn and and Uranus conjunction that he has in his chart. So Saturn trining his Saturn can make him feel like this is a time for me. This is when I've, everything I've worked for for many, many years is now coming to this final moment where I'm coming to this climactic moment in my life that is quite favorable for me. And yet at the same time, he's got the planet Neptune going over his Jupiter. And this is a tricky thing. I always have clients with this. Uh, Jupiter is growth and expansion and good fortune. But when Neptune makes a difficult aspect to that, It often means your own judgment is clouded, and you think something looks too good to be true, and it really is. And so you've got to be careful that you don't get ahead of of, your skis too far. You don't lean in too much, that you keep your humility, you keep your compassion, and you don't look at things all through one lens of belief or another. You try to have it be more nuanced, and so don't delude yourself is the message. And then finally, this is the year that he has the planet Pluto, the planet of the will going over his Mars, which means Bernie will feel himself to be driven this year in a very powerful way to accomplish his desire to go for what he's going for. He's not going to give up. And this, this energy is very strong right now here in the beginning of February. It's very strong again, right there in the middle of July during the convention. And again, at the very end of the year. So he's got a lot of drive, a lot of power pushing him right now, uh, but again, the danger with that is if you take too much, overextend yourself with your power, think you are all powerful, then you set up forces that come to oppose you in the end that could bring you down. So it's very tricky to manage this much power coming through someone. Okay, so then we turn to Elizabeth's chart and see what's happening for her here. Um, in her case, uh, that, that transit of Saturn for her has spent its time here in 18 and 19 and 20 in her fourth house, the house of the roots of your life, the foundations to your existence. It's a time in your life when you are, are really sort of, again, recentering yourself, but also uh, be- becoming more deeply committed to something in your life. You're making a lifelong commitment or a very long-term commitment to something here, um, and that it really anchors you and cements you in a very powerful way. And in so doing, because that's where her Jupiter is, this is the year that Saturn is on her Jupiter, here and coming up in March, again in June, again in December. And when Jupiter and Saturn line up with this, you're beginning a major new growth cycle where you're aligning your practical energy, Saturn, and your spiritual and religious and scientific truths, your meaningfulness, your, your motivation are aligned now. And so you can begin a new and major cycle of growth in your life at a point like this. She also has a very strong Plutonian aspect occurring in her chart like Bernie does, uh, and that's Pluto going over her dharma and karma line. So I would say to someone like this, whoa, you're facing this moment in your life in terms of your, your connections to others, the groups you belong to, and trying to wield that power. You've got to acknowledge where power comes from for you It comes from those people or that entity that you serve, and you must be sure to align yourself with them or it if you're going to wield this power correctly is the major lesson that she is undergoing in the course of this year with this. Uh, And it's not that Joe Biden doesn't have a Pluto aspect too, it's just it's building in during 2020 and comes to a climax actually all during 2021. So there's something big there for him it's also Pluto going over his Jupiter. So in a way he's sort of sharing this experience with Elizabeth about meaningfulness and the exercise of power uh, in one's life. Um, so that's kind of striking that we see these overlaps and overlays for for them. Um, I wanna then take a look at the two other individuals here and then have a little commentary about um, certain interesting points here and then I'll get to all your calls. and. Uh, and, um, and so looking at Amy, uh, Amy's chart, uh, Klobuchar's chart, um, she is, of course, a Gemini. We know she's a double Gemini. But given the time of birth that's been revealed here, she also then has Aquarius rising. So here uh, is someone who truly is an intellect, um, a very thoughtful person, uh, a very intelligent person, um, but luckily, she has some strong Earth in her chart, her Venus there and Pluto and Virgo and Saturn and Capricorn. She's not all thought. She's not all in her head. She has some practical reason, practical applications for those ideas as opposed to just being a theoretician. So that helps her a great deal. And her sun and moon and Mercury are all placed in that fourth house, the house of home and family roots and foundations, which also will help to ground her and connect her in, in a very meaningful way. Um, so that, that to me looks very, very promising for, for, um, how this chart indicates how she might, um, be in terms of having the greater grounding in her life. Um, in, in, in terms of her chart though, she's got Mars as the rising planet, which is a sign of a warrior. Um, and it's kind of interesting when I look at Pete Buttigieg's supposed chart here done for 9 PM. Well, he has the same thing and Mars rising people, are fighters. Uh, they take the fight to whatever they're taking it to. They're quite combative and able to uh, give as well as get. Um, so both Amy and and potentially Buttigieg, we don't have a real chart for him. It's just speculative right now. But certainly Amy is someone who is a real can-do kind of person um, and can really uh, really hold her own there. In terms of where she is with her life, well, it's kind of striking, just like Joe Biden has just had a new moon So has Amy. Her moon now has just lined up with her son, um, and now she's got that that energy of a new beginning in her life, and it's in the house of how I serve and how I work. And her moon's since November 2019 and running till May 2022. It's moving through the sign of Leo, the sign of self-expression, of creativity, of leadership itself. So there's a lot going on for her, for her, she may be quite surprising at how she shows herself here and expands her, her range of her experiences uh, or her experience of her, uh, uh, the, in the campaign. Uh, she, she, not that she's a sleeper, but she's coming on strong. And, and helping her come on strong, I would think, at this time, is that she this year has Saturn, the great timekeeper. Um, it's marching through her 12th house, which one would think, well, that's the last house of the chart. What could that mean? Well, that's where she had it by birth. Amy just had her Saturn return. And when Saturn's in the 12th house, you're at a crowning moment where all the things you've done for the last 29 years, literally, are now being summed up and brought to a final conclusion, maybe in a resounding final contribution or achievement in your life. All during this year, Amy has Saturn, as it begins to dance out of Capricorn and into Aquarius, lining up with her Venus and with her moon. So she feels herself really aligned to her sense of value and self-worth, her sense of understanding who she is and what she's about, as well as she has a balance here between her inner life and outer life, uh, sort of making her much more emotionally mature and balanced and not having as much stress as one might normally be under or be experiencing in running for high office such as this. Um, so she can carry it off very well, and people can see a very steady hand in her from this effect. Um, if we would look at Pete Buttigieg's chart. Um, he's at a point where he's had a new moon a little while ago. His moon, interestingly, is moving to the sign of Aries from September 2018 to November 2020. He's in a period where, okay, now I need to. Push myself forward, drive myself forward, call myself something new, begin something new. And it's striking that in November 2020, it moves into Taurus, where you now ground what you've been doing. You become stabilized in what you're doing. You begin to manifest more what you're doing. You're not talking about it. You're doing it. To complement that, of course, he is a Capricorn, and he's born at the near the end of Capricorn, and Saturn this year is dancing at the end of Capricorn. And so he'll have Saturn on his sun this entire year. Uh, right now, here coming up in March, again in July during the convention, again at the end of the year, when Saturn's on your sun, you're bringing together reality and duty and yourself. Um, and at the same time this year, the planet Uranus, the Awakener, is going over his jupiter which means it's a year for sudden expansion sudden good fortune have to be have your wits about you to grab it in the right way but certainly it's a time where doors may open suddenly and a lot of opportunity may come flowing to you because you have earned it so i also thought i'd take a look at looking at the dates of the, the convention and then the election to see what kind of aspects we're holding at that time, presuming all these candidates make it. And of course, some will not probably. At the time of the convention in July, um, Biden's going to have Jupiter going over Uranus and over his ascendant. So that's a, a very interesting time where unusual things are happening. It could be opportune. And at the same time, Sanders has Jupiter going over his Venus while Pluto is squaring that Mars. He's in it probably to win it and to fight for it there. So it could be a battle in the convention if it comes down to that there, and he would not be uh, giving any quarter with that kind of energy usually. For Warren at that time, the sun, by progressions going over her Mars, she certainly is able to wield the good fight equally at that moment. For Klobuchar, Jupiter's trining her Dharma. There's a great fortunate aspect, then. blessings are coming into her life. She is quite fortunate. Uh, And for Buttigieg, there's this sort of, at that moment, The challenge between growth and being more practical that he's engaged with at that moment in the convention period, a convention several days. At the election itself on November the third, Jupiter is lining up with Biden's Mercury. And so that's when you get some great good news uh, and that that arrives the day after the election. So that seemed kind of striking to me sanders at that time as pluto trining dharma which is a, a major alignment in terms of the path in your life and things happening for you there for warren jupiter's going over her dharma so also something something instrumental happening in terms of her path at that moment for amy the aspect that she's having all year long saturn trining venus which is the planet of beauty and value and love is right there at the election so some beautiful event and experience happening for her then Buttigieg is having that Uranus-Jupiter right then, so some, something sudden expected happening. Uh, and just throwing it in here, at the, at the election for Donald Trump, that's when Saturn is in conjunct to his Mars. He is not comfortable at the time of the election in November, from what I can tell. And just making a commentary on that, we talked about him two weeks ago, whatever it was, and I said that this period coming up that he's in right now is pretty horrific with all these alignments happening in his chart, and yet people say, well, gee, how did he escape the, the, uh, the, uh, the, um, the trial in the Senate? Well, we all knew that was a foregone conclusion, the way things had been lining up here for quite some time, but that was the first pass of all these planets. It's always in the second pass uh, that it's sort of like a act one, the scene is set, act two, the drama unfolds, and act three, the resolution is beheld. And so that was the first act. And I have a feeling that this has set Trump up to believe that I can do anything, which means he probably will try to do something more. And so even more press the boundaries of norms and structures in our country leading to repercussions that he probably doesn't understand that he'll face come this summer and certainly come this fall. At least that's what I imagine. Um, And then one more thing, it's something that astrologers do have done, there's a, a, a famous astrologer years ago, uh, Lieutenant Commander Williams, who was doing a lot of forecasting with, with uh, the stock market, very successful, helping people, and many astrologers adopted some of his methodologies. One of them was a quite simple thing, to take the aspects in a chart of a company to know whether you should invest in it, add up all the, the gentle and good ones, and add up all the difficult or negative ones, so-called, and get a number and see is it a good number, big positive, or big negative, or something in between, and you know which ones look like a better investment. I thought just for the fun of it, let me look at these candidates and just sum up their numbers. Not that this means anything. Okay, Um, so when I did Biden's score, he comes out plus 44. When I did Sanders' score, he comes up to plus 14. When we look at Warren's chart, it's a plus 24. Trump, by the way, is a minus two. He would be not a good investment, (laughs) is what this would say. And and Buttigieg is only a plus two. The, The candidate who has the most plus here, other than Biden, is Amy Klobuchar with a plus 58. Now I don't think the number itself is telling. I think in relative terms, when it's a very high number versus a very low or negative number, certainly. But I just thought it was another way of looking at these people. There's many different lenses you can look at charts through. And I thought it'd just be kind of fun to look at that and we'll see what happens. So as usual, I've been talking for more than half of my, my, my time here with you all. Um, and I'm gonna put all this aside and bring up my, my computer here uh, to take your calls in case you wanna talk about your own charts. So let me bring up that window uh, to see all you there. There you all are. And I'm gonna take you as I tend to do, mostly in in order. So let me call call on the first caller here who's been holding on the longest. And okay, you're on with Bill Atri. Who's this?
1: And this is Deanna. How are you, Bill?
0: Hi, Deanna. How are you?
1: A little better. <clears throat> A little better. Okay. I've been back to work the last couple of weeks. Missed your last Rich. show. I listened to it later. Okay. Uh question now is I'm gonna to need to move again. And uh, I wanted to know when do you see that happening, and just to know that my work will keep steady. That's all.
0: Okay. Well, um, in terms of what's the timeframe that you have to make the move? What do you what? You, what's your window? It's gonna be soon. Okay. Okay. Um, well, the planet Mars is moving through your fourth house, and it, it's in any house for most people for anywhere is up to maybe two months or so. And so when it's there, um, it tends to activate that realm and say, okay, got to do something in this place. So actually it moved in there January the 14th, um, and it stays there. I'm just getting it to move out. Let's see how far along it takes. It gets out of there by February 17th. So if if you have it within your means to move sooner than later, I would say that might be favorable. And, of course, we know it coming up here on the sixteenth, seventeenth, that's the next Mercury retrograde. So I would not suggest moving in that period if you could avoid it. So you'd want to wait then if you don't do it by the seventeenth, you'd want to wait until sort of the second week of March or thereafter. Um so that's what I you think should that's think probably about.
1: more realistic. That's more realistic. Okay. I don't have enough funds. Okay.
0: okay. Well then then I would plan um, for that then. yeah.
1: Do you see I, This is you know Saturn's point? now
0: in your sixth house and, 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 and has moved uh, over your sun, uh, the progressed sun in your chart, so I think and over your Jupiter. So I think you're this is a time when you're making those adjustments, you're creating a new lifestyle, that's the point of this period. Um, and just keep doing whatever you're doing because it's working. That's what I would say. Okay?
1: Thank you. One last thing someday in the future can you talk or explain more about the progressed moon
0: sure Uh, i'll do a whole thing on that yeah progressed moons really are um as i see them are showing that we all have a way of looking out in the world and experiencing life through this window for you that'd be the moon in gemini but the progressed moon sort of gives us this changing sensibility that we're working through for two plus years at a time and for you right now it's in capricorn so everything right now for you is Frame through that window of what's the responsible thing to do and how can I let go of the things I should let go of but take on the right responsibilities to continue down my path of self fulfillment. Thank you so
1: much, Bill. I want to keep on listening. God bless. Sure. Okay. I'll just put you on. I'll put you on.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Caller number two. This is Bill.
2: Yay. Hi, Hi, this is Jessica. All Hi, right. Jessica.
0: My birthday
2: is seven
0: sixteen seventy seven. Have you called before Jessica? Just just checking.
2: A long time ago.
0: so, so what'd you say it was? And um the date? Seven sixteen
2: seven sixteen seventy
0: seven. Seven sixteen seventy seven. I've got you. So I just that yeah. way I'll save the time okay. of putting it in there. Great. I can grab it. so good. <laughs> Thank okay. you. So it's seven twelve PM,
2: PM you have? Okay I have um, yeah. yep. Yep. awesome, so I was wondering something happened in the last uh several days and then over the last twenty four hours that I feel like my life was given back to me i was I have been dealing with family um like karma and issues for several many years, and then all right. of a sudden all my energy was restored, and there was a feeling of okay, it's over now, and then the energy left. So I was curious astrologically what that was, if you see anything related to that or I just feel like my life has been given back to me now.
0: Well, one thing that certainly happened at the very beginning of the year, um, and so it it, it may have taken a few moments to sort of reveal itself and say, wow, it really is different now, because that often happens. Things don't happen in an instant. Um, Some things do, but that's rare. So, at the very end of this year, Jupiter, the big planet that rules growth, expansion, benevolent energy, moved into your first house. And you've begun a new 12 year cycle of growth. And I would have said last year it was like the wind was in your face and you had to work on old things and tie up loose ends and finish old business and a lot of inner growth, but not outer growth. And it's like the wind just reversed and now it's at your back and propelling you forwards and upwards. You're quite right. The wind has changed. The weather has changed. And you can count on, because you sowed seeds of kindness or consideration for others at other times in your life, now you get that return to you is what's happening. So it's not good luck in the sense that, oh, we have, we're lucky or unlucky. It's either we're doing good and creating better future for ourselves. And to the extent we did that, that's what you get now. You get rewarded for a job well done. Um, so that that was a big shift, and complementing it, of course, is that your progressed moon just changed signs as well, and of course you're a cancer, so that's pretty important <laughs> so so, for the last couple of years, it had been an Aquarius, and so you 've been grappling with your hopes and dreams, and Aquarius moon passages can often have some shocking qualities to it, disturbances and it's about me trying to free myself and be myself and will people let me be me? And it's up to me to do that. But it sometimes feels like they're in the way. But now the moon's in Pisces and now you're dreaming great dreams. You're dealing with your faith. You're dealing with your imagination. You're in a much more typically cancer time. Your moon is in a water sign now. You're feeling your feelings again, which is just going to make you feel more whole again. Mm. Okay.
2: And that's for two that's years, practice. you just said the other way? That's two years? That's
0: the, 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 the moon will be there for a little over two years. It'll be in Pisces from – it moved in there January the 9th, and it will stay there now until um, April
2: 2022. Mm. Okay. okay. And was- And just uh, curious as far as what are you seeing um, shifting with finances?
0: Okay, Um, that moon that made that shift is in that house. You've had the moon in your second house of money, resources, and income. And usually when it's there, you're going through fluctuations. It's been there for over a year. It's gonna be there for the next couple of years. But now that it changed signs, your experience of it changes and you begin to build a newfound faith in your resources and talents and abilities. The key is to be open to discovering new talents, or developing old talents along new pathways, then you're using the energy as it's meant to be, that you're showing ingenuity and adaptability. And so the more you're open to discovering new talent or applying an old talent in a new way, you're on the path.
2: Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, I've had the experience uh, for many years of really having issues um, with faith in myself, being able to provide for myself and, um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know what that was all about but uh, you know my plan is just to say goodbye to that for good and be like
0: there's a new energy there like so you'll have a new experience of it now in terms of how I can continue to develop my sense of self-worth and really develop new talent and ability and probably change the way I earn my living literally often happens at a time like this either adding a new thing or adjusting into a whole new activity is what happens while the moon's here. Okay.
2: Oh, That's very nice. Thank you. very, Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Okay, Jessica, all the best. Okay.
2: Thank you. All
0: right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Trying to get through the list here. Next caller. Hi, it's Bill. You're on with Bill. <laughs>
4: hey, hey, Bill. Hi. Glad, glad I finally reached you. Um, okay. Well, I'm, I'm here. Me here. <laughs> this is uh, okay. Pat. Seven twelve fifty-three. Oh, okay,
0: okay. I've got you your chart. I was I, okay. was, I was I was ready for you. Yep. Okay. Oh,
4: great. Um, so what can what can I do? Well, um, your comment about having to change my thought patterns—that's a huge thing for me ahead of me sometimes with some concern as to how it's going to happen. And it's like, I've, I've got no choice. I've got to do it. Have to do it
0: for a feeling
3: full feeling.
0: Yeah. Well, you went, you went through a very difficult 2019. I mean, just because Saturn was making all those contacts to your, to your own Mars and sun. um, And it's, it's a, it's a heavy thing depending upon other factors, um in one's chart. But now now that the moon, which again you're also cancer as you know, your moon's about to change houses. And so you've been working on rethinking things and trying to fix how you think about things and, and reframe that. But actually what's going to start happening in the next month or so, and um, let me look again when the exact transition happens. Um now the moon moves into the natural house of cancer here at the end of February. And that's the house of home, the house of security and foundations. And you're going to recenter yourself is the whole point of this coming period. Um, And so it's going to be very deep and at times very emotional, but also very deeply connecting and affirming for you as you create a new home within yourself, as you create a new home around yourself. Um, That's the task ahead of you now in 2020 and 21 um so and again it's an opportunity and again to do that i have to realize that some old patterns have to break in terms of how i that that moon mercury alignment in your chart your moon and mercury together that's uranus now going over those two points shows a need to break up old emotional reactions and choose a new emotional response and that then frees our mind to think in new ways equally in your case. So that feeling thought interface is being directly affected in, in a manner this year that allows you to break free of an old reaction that was just your go to way of, of dealing with something and find a new, better way to meet that need in yourself or in those in your life. Um, so it's a, it's very exciting um, but it, it it forces you to change. There's no you have no choice but to change given this strong energy that's coming along.
4: Yeah, yeah. I am actually seeing that my body is starting to turn on me, um, and okay. I think it it's because you know if if I don't change my way, um, I'm gonna it's gonna turn to cement on all levels, you know. So yeah, yeah I I've got to. Got to change on all. And in in regards to this, this is a very broad question, but my goal is because I've been without, not just in 2019, many, many, many years since I've been without so much, including like a partner and finances, I'm really hoping and planning that these changes will affect everything across the board. Um, Being 66, I don't have a lot of, you know, I've got to get to work with manifesting all the things I want. I'm a artist and hadn't been successful in that. So everything, it's sort of like, I remember someone once saying, you have to, I got to sleep fast.
0: Because <laughs> there's a lot, there's <laughs> lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love well, that saying. I, I, I mean, Uranus is, 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 a, is the timekeeper that talks about our path of, of moving towards our true self because it's a planet of individuation, which requires that we realize that we may have assumed certain activities or structures or identities or, or whatever that were making us able to cope with certain situations or with life in general, but we're not really true to who we were meant or, or could be. And so they have right. to be broken up. We can flow into a truer, more authentic expression of ourselves. And there's yeah. no more powerful alignment for a Cancer than Uranus going over their moon. Um, and that's what this is happening this year. It says before anything can start moving, my feelings have to be moving. I have to be open to uh, uh, new responses. Um, and again, that moon being in Leo, I mean, your emotional need is to uh, uh, experience honor, respect, and appreciation as you stretch yourself as a creator or a leader um but of course that presupposes that when i look in that mirror or look at what i've made i respect what i am and what i've done so i i no one's going to give me respect and life unless i have it basically of course that's always the rule for all these things and yeah. so i'm working on seeing myself truly being that more truly and when i am authentic and put out something that's truly of me authentically me others then see it too and then i I, I'm getting proof positive that I'm I'm I am what I am and I'm doing what I'm and, and and it's all working now. So I need to get the blocks out of the way, whatever they may be. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, you you you're you're we're all working on the form we put ourselves in. It's what we're held in and it's something we're familiar with, but it can become our prison.
2: Yeah. And sure. that's what I... your
0: universe is coming along to liberate you right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. So. Work with it, okay?
4: Okay. Well, thank you very yeah. much. I appreciate it, and I appreciate connecting with you.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much, Pat. Be well, okay?
4: Okay. Th- thank you. Okay.
0: Thanks. Bye. Okay. Next caller. You're on with Bill.
3: Hi, Bill. Hello. Thank you so so much. Hi. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I, I do. Hello.
3: <laughs> okay. Yes, I hear you. Hi. Good, good, good. I really enjoyed your show um, so far. Uh, my name is oh, Priscilla. I think you, ha- I think you have me September sixth.
0: I do. There you are. Okay, I'm bringing up your chart. Thank you. <laughs> that helps.
3: Great. Yes, I, I spoke to you last summer, um, last year, okay. and I'm wondering what what you see in terms of um, perhaps a move and um, work career. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, well, let's see where everything is in your chart right now. Let me let me run the numbers, but I'm looking at it first. Physic, I mean, uh, visually. Um, mm-hmm. I I would think there's stronger indications of a move coming up in your chart uh, in 2021. The reason being, not one, not two, but three three factors at the same time.
1: <laughs> so, it's, oh, really? your
0: progress, mm. your progressed moon transiting Saturn and transiting Jupiter will all move into your fourth house of home, roots, foundations, location in 2021. So, oh, if someone would ask, when, when should I move bill? When 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 will when uh-huh. I be moving, are there spiritually uh-huh. or certainly uh-huh. physically? It's 2021. Uh-huh. Um, is there a particular time of year? Yeah, you should be getting ready for it now. <laughs> but, uh,
3: okay. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, um, so that... I've
3: been wanting to move, Bill, for two years.
0: Well, I'm not saying
3: you can't
0: yeah. move this year. I'm not saying you can't move <laughs> because there mm-hmm. is something else that's affecting more the social and relationship side of your life. That mm-hmm. could be again encountered in a new space, and that's because that planet Uranus has been dancing over the doorway to your seventh house and moves in there now to stay uh, in mm-hmm. in in May, March year of 2020. But that usually means that I'm experiencing new conditions in relationships, and I'm, because I'm bringing mm-hmm. a new condition into relationship. But sometimes the mm-hmm. way we experience relationships is by putting us ourselves in a new space. So it's possible. Mm-hmm that a move could lead to meeting up with new groups of people and a new person coming into my life. That's true. Mm -hmm. But if I was just Mm -hmm. going to casually glance at your chart and someone was to say, Bill, when do you see a move coming up in my life? Mm -hmm. This is Mm -hmm. huge. What's coming? 2021. So if you do move this year, maybe then Mm -hmm. you're settling more into 2021 or you move again
5: (laughs) in in 2021.
0: (laughs) Um, So Mm -hmm. I would, Plan on 21 for the move.
3: Well, what time of year in 21?
0: Like, is there a particular well, month? Well, Saturn gets in there, which is the major timekeeper in February. But the moon, uh-huh. the progressed moon, gets, gets in there by. I'm looking for it. Hold on. Um, not till September 2021. Jupiter, which oh is the greater God. benefic, you always know, have Jupiter supporting mm-hmm. you. And If it's moving into a house, good and great things happen in that house. It gets there in January. When Jupiter's in your fourth mm-hmm. house, it's the best time to buy or sell property, the best time to improve your home, to enjoy more your family and home in general. And that's, it's going to be there for the whole year, from January 21 all the way till mm-hmm. February of 2020. Whenever mm-hmm. Jupiter's in a house, you're protected in that house. So you're protected in terms of home changes for those th- 13 months.
3: As okay. a Virgo, I believe Jupiter was in my fourth house of uh, Virgo's sun, and nothing happened. <laughs> it was like this past oh. year.
0: Uh-huh. No, no, yeah, because you're yeah, they're just putting Ju- your sun on the mm-hmm. ascendant and then putting Jupiter. But you have to look oh. at Jupiter in your okay. real chart to see what's Am happening. In my real,
3: I see. Uh, in mm-hmm, your real chart,
0: that's mm-hmm. what's really activating. Yeah, the sun sign astrology, uh-huh. it's kind of neat. Uh, sometimes. If you were to look at sun sign astrology, just so you know the way mm-hmm. they do the delineations, mm-hmm. Given mm-hmm. you've got very early Scorpio rising, read the mm-hmm. read the reading uh, read the writing about Scorpio. Always read about Virgo. Right. That's fine. Always but if you really read, want okay. a true understanding of what's happening in your real chart, read Scorpio. Scorpio, got it. Because you've got and what about Virgo?
3: Okay. Understood. Thank you. Do you um, see anything happening for me? Because um, I'm I'm looking to forward myself in, in my work. Nothing's really mm-hmm. happening right now.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. Jupiter is in Capricorn. You're a Virgo. Um, it just trined your son. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Virgo sun. Mm-hmm. Just it just trined mm-hmm. your sun here, at January thirtieth. So nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing seemed to happen as the month ended. No. No. Better no. along. Okay. Let's see what's going on here. Um, you sort of had Saturn going over your Venus all during 19. That's that's kind of hard in terms of self-worth and value. So it, you probably weren't able to mm-hmm. project yourself as well as you might wish to 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 to, to advance your self your interests, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. Something unusual may happen because Uranus now will line up with the top and bottom of your chart, the mid heaven. And, and that's the house of my public life and career. Um, and mm-hmm. so that means something comes along unexpectedly. The first pass is, is actually Uranus uh, will make its first pass there in May, or in the end of April, beginning of May, uh, and the second pass at the end of the year. So something may be happening right there in April, early May. Keep your eyes and ears open for opportunity coming to you in in the professional okay. area, okay.
3: Very good, very good. Thank you, thank you so much, okay, Bill. Really appreciate sure. your show sure. and your knowledge. Thank you, thank you.
0: So okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, let's go on to the next caller. I'm trying to go in line. Hello, you're on with Bill.
2: Hi, is that me?
0: Hello, who's this?
3: Hi, is this this is Annie? Hi, Annie. Hi, Bill. Nice to hear you today. Thank you so much for helping educate me with the um, political system. Oh,
1: sure. Um, sure. You well, have my
3: chart. Just, it's April 8th, I, yeah, 1965. I and, do have
0: your chart. I'm looking for Annie. I don't see an Annie, unless I've got you under your last name, too. Oh, Maybe it could that's be Nelson. Under Nelson. Uh, oh, there you are. See? see. I, a lot of people just give me their first name, so it goes alphabetically that way. and I. <laughs> I have to look around to find people who gave me their full name. So there you go. Thank
2: you.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what can I do for you, Annie?
3: Well, um, I just, I feel so many changes going on right now that I was like, if I have an opportunity to ask Bill if anything jumps out at my chart and gets attention and um, would be, you know, worth hearing what's being emphasized in my chart right now, I'd love it.
0: Okay. Sure. Uh, let me look at all the different things happening here. Um, of course, your progressed moon is moving through Cancer, so it's a pretty emotional time for you, and all questions get referred back to centering and security and, and connecting to your roots during this period. That continues until September 2020, so it's a time to sort of reconnect to roots, feel more your feelings. It's emotional, but also very can be very anchoring once you've Find that center that you can hold on to and deepen and strengthen. Um, again, you had Saturn going over your Venus last year um, and Mercury and Sun. So it would have been a challenging year in terms of values and, and love and self-worth, but helped you, you to clarify what is my value, what am I worth, and, and clearing out values that no longer made sense and or things I no longer need. So you did a lot of clearing last year to move on. Um, and this year, going up and down the list to see what's happening before I speak out of turn, um, you're in a very special time, but it's something that helps, it hits people generationally, usually in their mid fifties. It's Neptune lining up with Neptune, which is often a spiritually, a time of spiritual awakening or deepening, deepening spiritual understanding as our, our understanding shifts more from material concerns to the need to live life, not that we haven't before, but even more deeply in a spiritual manner. So it's, um, it can be, for some people, just natural and effortless as they move into a higher sort of understanding about the meaning of life stuff and how to live it out in one's life, um, as well as maybe more deeply moving into a spiritual practice or activity in one's life is called for. Um, and as well this year in 2020, the planet Uranus, the awakener is making a beautiful contact to the planet Mars in your chart, um, which is a time when you find yourself having a positive balance in terms of your need to assert yourself, but do it in a way that is freeing of yourself and freeing for others. Um, and so it's very, a very enthusiastic energy of sort of self-liberation and equally liberate, liberating, others to be themselves. Um, and, and also Saturn now moving through this last part of Capricorn it's lining up with your Jupiter, which this happens twi- twice in a 30 year period. And this is when you have a real balance between your need for security and practicality, Saturn and your need for growth and exploration, Jupiter, you know, some years were too cautious and some years were too optimistic this is the year you hit the sweet spot for good growth.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so great. things are you, – you're, you're, you've made plans. You've gotten yourself ready. You're executing the plan. You're like a professional mountain climber. you got it all ready, and now you're climbing the mountain. You're going, wow, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so every, everything's lined up in a way that feels like, wow, why can't it always be like this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. You know, but but you're in you're in a good spot. Um that's great. and and so that that should propel you upwards and outwards right now. That's wonderful.
3: Yeah, that's really validating and encouraging. Um you you hit it. You're so good at what you do. Thank you, Bill.
0: I love what I do.
3: Yeah,
5: <laughs> it
0: shows. Well, thank you. Thank you, yeah, Annie. Thank
5: you. Okay, <laughs> have a good day.
0: Gotta yeah, take one more. Thank you. Thank you, Annie. Okay, bye. All right, Okay. Okay. I I don't know if I called on you already, caller. Hello. This is Bill. Are are you there? Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Michelle. Okay. Hi, Michelle. This is Bill.
5: Yes, I, I think you have my chart. It's April twenty
0: third. April tw I do. Hi there.
5: Hi. How can I help you? Um, probably the theme of the day. I was looking for a change in source of income. I'm writing a book that I wanted to pitch and maybe do voiceover work for the first time and wanted to see what uh, a good period might be for advancing those.
0: The show is going to cut off now, but I have found that I can continue talking to people (laughs) even though the show is over. So I'm going to stick with you, Michelle, and other callers or listeners can too. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'll, I'll just—I I took your call, and I want to make see if I can help you here. So let me just see what's going oh, on. Exactly. Um, um, let me just go up and down the list here of where things are in your chart. Um, right now, your progress moon, um, which is that inner measure of time, is moving to the sign of Aquarius, which is the time to pursue your hopes and dreams and find like-minded people to to help you do that, whether it's colleagues or friends or a community it's very essential that you need to be with people who love you for who you are and encourage you to be more of that of course and that's what you're attuned to now and actually beginning here at the end of january now your moon's in the eighth house for the next couple of years and when it's there it's there till september 2021 that's the house of union and joint venture that's the house where you look to get support from others so you can do what you're doing or you give your support to another in what and do something collaboratively with them. And that's the path forward. You can't go it alone. You need a support system or support people and you need to give your support. And so you have to decide what am I willing to give up, but I'm going to gain so much more by doing so. And what must I never give up to be true to myself or questions that you'll be addressing in a time like this. Um, But you, Something to do with joining with others or getting the support of others is instrumental to what you're doing right now, this would say. Um, Moreover, the planet Jupiter that rules growth, expansion, good fortune, good luck, it goes into your seventh house at the end of February, February 22nd. And that means for the coming year, really, um, a lot of opportunity is coming to you from other people, which means you helped people in the past. Now they're going to help you. It's a time when your publicity and public relations soar. So whenever anybody says, hey, you want to go to a party? And you might say, oh, I don't want to go to a party. You should go because the only way the universe can there. bring you, the only time the universe can bring you help is if you're out there to receive it. <laughs> so this is a year to be Understood. social.
5: Yeah.
0: Okay. This is a year to say, you know, I spent a dollar on advertising. I might get $1.50 back. This is the year I spent a dollar on advertising. I get $50 back. It's like your promotions, you're being promoted by the universe. Um, so if you need to get an agent, if you need to get a manager, or if you need to have get an editor or whatever, you have much greater good fortune in getting a good one this year.
5: Okay.
0: So and public relations. The,
5: you, you mentioned the Aquarius uh, and with the progress moon, I think.
0: It, that's your progress moon now, did, yeah.
5: Now, does that make sense that pitching technology or, you know, uh, oh, online sure. yeah.
0: kind yeah. of uh, uh, things yeah. would be better than? It, it doesn't have to be that. Aquarius can be also about social consciousness, social awareness, changes in societies and culture. It is the new age. Okay. It is new technology, but it's much more than that. It's much more about celebrating the need for all of us to be an individual and fulfill ourselves. If we're going to make a better world, we need to release everyone's fullest potential and we need to create a societies and communities that encourage and, and, and make that possible is the undergirding of Aquarius there. But certainly as a, as a surface feature, it definitely deals with tech for sure. <laughs> so okay. that may be something that you would certainly weave into that. Uh, of course, yeah, I like um, pitch
5: an app to Oprah, and,
0: and Okay. That, you
5: know, if that—I mean, I know that sounds weird, but it's, it's life is weird. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't want to—I uh, don't want to, you know, burn your time. Um,
0: okay, that's well that's good. fine. Well, I, I think. I, let me just see if there's anything else I would want to mention here, and then I'll let you go. And then you can always call in again. Um, let's see. Yeah, you were quite inventive last year with Uranus on your sun. So I'm sure you were electric last year with inventiveness and and ingenuity. Um, And that energy is continuing here through February. So you're right on schedule with that. Um, It probably gets a little less frenetic in in 2020, let's hope. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that that was great. Okay, Michelle, uh, nice talking to you. And I'll talk to you again, okay?
5: Hey, thanks. thanks a million. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend.
0: Okay, bye-bye. Okay, listeners, anybody hanging on, that's it, that's it for today. And uh, I will talk to you all in a couple of weeks probably and see how things go in the election and maybe talk some other topics or maybe continue that topic. Okay, bye for now.